Welcome to the Sharp 600, brought to you by Covers.com. Give us 600 seconds, and we'll give you the tools you need to improve your handicapping. What's up, everybody? I'm Joe Fortenball, and here's what we have in store for today's episode. Westgate Las Vegas Superbook Manager Jeff Sherman joins us in just a few minutes on the latest betting patterns for the Mayweather-McGregor Superfight scheduled to take place at the end of August. We're also going to find out where the sharp money is flowing in regards to both NFL futures and win totals. A few of those may surprise you. But I want to begin with Major League Baseball and specifically the Los Angeles Dodgers. Wednesday night against Atlanta, L.A. had a nine-game winning streak snapped. But more importantly, the Dodgers entering that game had won 53 consecutive games when leading at any point during the game. 53 straight times the Dodgers had won when holding a lead at any point during the game. Remarkable. Remarkable. That was an MLB record, and that came to an end Wednesday night. That got me thinking. For as good as the Dodgers have been this season, and they have been outstanding, it's my pick to win the NL, it's my pick to win them all, specifically, how have they performed after losing a game that came after a significant streak? So what I did was I went through the season and noticed that we've had at least four occasions where the Dodgers have put together at least five consecutive wins and then lost a game. So once they've put together a five-game winning streak and then lost, what happens after that? If you go through, this team has been absolutely dominant. Dominant. Working from most recent backwards, they suffered a loss, went out and lost again, and then won nine straight. In the five-game winning streak before that, they suffered a loss and then ripped off ten straight victories. Nine of those victories, in fact, were won by two or more runs. Hint, hint, on the run line. Earlier in the season, there was a back-to-back loss situation followed by two big wins. And then the first time this year when the Dodgers had won five in a row and then lost, they bounced back with two big wins right after that, 6-2 and 4-0. The moral of the story here is relatively simple. Heading into this weekend's three-game series against the New York Mets, how do we want to play the Dodgers? Or more to the point, can we make any money on the Dodgers? And I believe we can. I'm going to start with Sunday's matchup. It's Ryu versus Steven Matz. The way these two are pitching, we're going over. Over the total on Sunday, that's my favorite of the three plays. Friday, it's going to be you, Darvish, and Jacob deGrom. Like Darvish in his debut. I think that's a big up spot for the Dodgers. And then on Saturday, it's Rich Hill versus Lugo. I'm just looking at a Dodger win. Bottom line, Dodgers sweep this weekend because I think they bounce back in a huge way. And more specifically, I like the under Friday night, Darvish versus DeGrom, and I like the over Sunday, Ryu versus Mats. Before we bring on our good friend Jeff Sherman from Las Vegas, a reminder, head to CoversExperts.com and use the promo code SHARP600 for a free $30 credit towards your next Covers Expert purchase. That's CoversExperts.com, promo code SHARP600 for a free $30 credit. And after you wrap that up, Head over to Covers.com and check out the Streak Survivor Contest for your chance to win $100,000. For more on the NFL as well as everything that's taking place in Las Vegas regarding the upcoming Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather Super Bout, we turn to Westgate Las Vegas Superbook Manager Jeff Sherman here on the Sharp 600. You can follow him on Twitter at GolfOdds. Jeff, as always, thank you so much for your time this morning. I want to jump right in with McGregor and Mayweather unbelievable to me that so many people are betting on Conor McGregor. What's the ticket count money situation looking like at the moment? Well, we're currently at about on ticket count. McGregor is uh, accounting for 93% of tickets at a 15 to one ratio. 
But conversely, as far as the money goes, we're taking a lot larger wagers on Mayweather. So the money accounts for 84% on the Mayweather side. Is it safe to assume that the smarter money is favoring Mayweather while the public money is favoring Conor McGregor? That's exactly what it is. And we expect to see a lot more of the sharp money come closer to the fight when we expect the price to drop a little bit more. We're currently at Mayweather minus $7 and McGregor plus $5, a little bit lower in some places on the market. But uh, there's expecting to be a large Irish contingent come to town. During fight week, we expect the price to go down and sharp money to come in on the Mayweather side. You guys are offering somewhere in the neighborhood of four pages worth of props for this event. One I want to focus on is an obvious one, the over-under. There is some speculation that perhaps Floyd might want to carry Conor McGregor to make this look good for Conor so that he doesn't suffer a total embarrassment here. Where do you guys have the over-under, and are you seeing any sharp action on either position? We're currently at nine and a half rounds with the under minus 170 and the over plus 145 and we are offering a variation of that where you can bet over under a half round one and a half two and a half etc all the way up to 11 and a half and we have a price for it going the distance which going the distance is no minus three dollars and yes plus 240 uh, we're seeing a lot of two-way action on that prop on the nine and a half most notably right now taking a little bit yes on it uh not going the distance so uh, right now, it's a little bit early. We expect that type of action to heat up closer to the fight, but uh, we're just getting a, a ton of support both ways on that. As we look at NFL futures, which teams are drawing the most attention this at this point in the summer? Well, currently, the Patriots by far is the money supported, and the public tends to bet the teams with the lowest odds for larger amounts of money, thinking it's more realistic chance to win. So the Patriots were down to 5-2 to two on, and they have a wide margin as far as the money goes. Ticket count, money and money second uh, is the Oakland Raiders. By far in the ticket count, they're our largest liability right now. We're down to eight to one after opening them at twenty to one. So, with the team moving here in a few years, a lot of the locals are jumping behind them. And with uh, coming off a good season last year, uh, a lot more people are just getting involved with the Raiders. How do you envision setting Raider numbers this year, knowing that you're going to have so many more Raider fans in the desert than ever before? Are you possibly going to shade the number a little bit based off of what you would have seen last year? For example, if last year Raiders would be minus three against the Chiefs at home, could you see yourselves making them possibly minus three and a half, minus four, knowing what you're going to be taking in? Well, we really respect what the marketplace has. And when we opened this game for week one at Tennessee, uh, we opened at Pickham. Some other places around town did exactly what you said and opened the Raiders as favored. But I'm expecting the sharp side to be on the Titans and the Titans to possibly be going off favorite on that. So we want to put out what we think really is the right number. And we can always adjust quickly or adjust the money line if we need to get some back. Uh, I think when they actually relocate to Las Vegas, you might see a little bit more of that practice. But for these next couple of years, it'll be uh, mostly respected around what the market uh, price is driven. From an over-under win total perspective, have you seen any sharp action on any overs or unders for any of the NFL teams? Yeah, we've taken some sharp play on the Broncos under eight. Uh, and one of them, which we're getting really split on, is the Raiders, where the sharps are going under nine and a half and the public is going over nine and a half. So that's the most diverse action we've had so far in any. And the public is getting behind the Jets under and Tampa Bay over. But most notably, the sharps are on Denver under right now. How are the betters handling the Dallas Cowboys, the Ezekiel Elliott situation, the tougher schedule? It's a very popular team, but winning the NFC in terms of the best regular season record again this year, I think that may be a bit of a stretch. 
Yeah, they're behind them uh, pretty strongly, both in ticket count and money supported. And we have them at nine to one for the Super Bowl. So they're relatively low compared to what we've seen in, in the last few years. So our liabilities haven't added up. We're in a good good shape on them, but they are getting their fair share of money. Uh, they're getting supported in, in their over-under wins, and they're getting bet to make the playoffs as we have uh, each team a yes-no, will they make the playoffs or not. He's the Westgate Las Vegas Superbook manager. Follow him on Twitter at Golf Odds. It's Jeff Sherman joining us here on the Sharp 600. Jeff, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Joe. You know, it's interesting Sherman mentions the Oakland Raiders taking sharp money on the under nine and a half wins. For those of you who may not know me, my day job is as the morning show host on 95.7 The Game in the Bay Area. That's the Raider flagship. So I'm pretty familiar with the team and love what they've done over the last couple of years. And as much as I hate to say it and as much trouble as I could probably get in for this, I got to say I agree. The Raiders finishing plus 31 in scoring differential last year. You plug that into the Pythagorean theorem. You come away with a team that has a win expectancy of about 8.7. So the Raiders outperformed expectations last year based on not only their scoring differential at plus 31, but the fact that they went 8-1 in games that were decided by seven or fewer points. History shows that teams on either end of the spectrum, winning an exorbitant amount of one-score games, losing an exorbitant amount of one-score games, tend to bounce back the other way the following season. You throw in a schedule that features a week one matchup at Tennessee, which, by the way, I hate to say this as well, but I like the Titans at Pickham at home against the Raiders in week one. You throw in road games against the Broncos, an improved Chargers team, two games with the Kansas City Chiefs, although one of them I love the Raiders to win. That's the week seven Thursday nighter. Back-to-back roadie at Buffalo and Miami, the Mexico City game, so they lose a home game against the New England Patriots. I would have to side with that under as well. I don't love it, but under 9.5 would be the way I would lean, as well as on the Titans' pick em week one against the Raiders. Well, that will do it for this installment of the Sharp 600. Once again, thank you so much for joining us, and we'd really appreciate it if you found it in your heart to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes if you should feel so inclined. But for now, I'm Joe Fortenball. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great weekend. Best of luck.